0: Hey, what's up, Agents for Life? Welcome to Podcast 183. I'm glad you're here. I have some stories that I wanted to share, but I actually shared them in the team call the other day. So if you haven't, if you weren't there, you can go back and listen. I don't want to be redundant, but I had a few fun stories about helping putting to put people in a better position. And I talked about reviewing existing life insurance coverage because 90% plus percent of the people that you talk to don't know what they have or think what they have is different than actually what they really have so you definitely want to be looking at people's policies with them because it's more powerful when they read what they have and you can show them how what they have is maybe not that great and um, you can put them in a better position from there. So, go back and listen if you want to hear it, because um, I'm not going to go through it again. But I did want to do some training, and I, I heard something similar to this. They broke down the presentation into just a series of keywords, and I love that. And so I put ours into a series of keywords. And so that's what I'm going to do, is I'm going to walk you through a presentation, just with five key words. Okay, so hopefully if you can just remember these five keywords, um, you can do any presentation. Now, this can apply to mortgage protection. It can apply to life insurance in general. It can apply to any conversation you have or presentation. Final expense. There's only a few categories that we really play in mostly. And so you can use this whenever to hopefully help you simplify the presentation. If the presentation is a little too complicated, and especially if you're new, trying to learn this stuff this is a great simple way to remember a whole presentation so you get your form out you have your underwriting tools you have everything ready if you're virtual you've got the tabs open right you've got everything ready so you can work quickly and efficiently but here's how it goes okay so hopefully this this helps you now this isn't brand new material this isn't like groundbreaking stuff this is just served up in a way that maybe helps it go a little bit more clear and a little bit more simple in your mind. So the first one is validation. The first one's validation. Especially as a new agent, you need to make sure you are validated in the mind of the person you're talking to. The moment they pick up the phone, you're a stranger. And you're automatically behind the eight ball. Listen, we live in a world where there are so many scammers and so much going on out there. You cannot risk not moving forward without first validating. I'm sorry. You cannot risk moving forward without first validating what who you are, your license, a business card. I share it in an email as I begin every appointment. But here's the thing. I want you to go to the extra step of asking them to open their email. Look at your Uh, you know did you get the email can you open it up you'll see my license there you'll see my business card you can see that I'm a local agent here in Arizona whatever is in that email I put uh, because I have reviews on Google so I put a link to that Um, I'm certified through the BBB so I put a link to that I put it all in a validation email if you don't have that that's fine put a business card screenshot and a license screenshot in an email I use Google templates and so I use the same one every time. I just pull up the template, change the name, and click send. So validation is really important, guys, so that you can they can know and and rest easy because you're gonna be asking them some really important information, some personal information. They gotta know if they can trust you or not. So it's really important to establish that. So the first step is validation. And that's a simple, you know, a couple of minutes maybe at the most. It's more I I like to do it as an introduction. Um, and I let people know I start all my appointments this way and this is you getting to know me. Now, if you're on video, if you're, if you're a brand new agent and you're doing virtual, I encourage you to do video phone sales are tough. Okay. Video gives you at least a little bit of an edge. So if they can't get on video, it's okay. I say, you know what? That's all right. I just need you to see me. And you can broadcast yourself to a blank screen, but they're seeing you and that's validation as well. So any type of validation you can do when we dial, we validate, right? You have a lead and you say, well, it looks like you're 65, non-tobacco. You listed here is blah, 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 anything. Here's your address. Here's your mortgage, right? We're validating. We're standing out from a cold collar. We're standing out from a telemarketing company. And when we're on an appointment, we also need to validate. And that establishes trust, a foundation of trust, from which we can then move forward with the rest of the appointment. Okay? So that's the first thing. The next keyword that I have is the need. Okay, that's what we go into first. When we start. After validating, we go right into the need. Now, um, you might set the table. Noelle Hughes teaches that on the... And I like that. That's just kind of like talking through, you know, here's what we're going to do and all that stuff. But I'm not counting that step. Um, The next, next major step is establish the need. So the need is critical because that's where the sale is made. Okay? This is the step where the sale is made. If you're not making a lot of sales, this is the step to go back to. All right? So the need is... If I die, my wife, her life looks like this. That's a problem. I need life insurance because I have a problem. Problem is my family's going to suffer if they lose out on my income. Or I'm going to suffer if I lose out on my spouse's income or whatever. My kids will suffer. Whatever that need is. They filled out a form. They put in a request for some reason. There was something that inspired them to fill that out. Now, a lot of people had know somebody that went through something without some life insurance coverage, or they have a great experience as somebody that did have life insurance. So it's a good thing to ask if they happen to remember or know somebody. You know anybody that that passed away recently and maybe didn't have coverage or something um, to use as case study? Like, here's an example of what not to do, or here's an example of what to do. But you can establish that need by simply having that dialogue about what a life insurance policy will do in the event of somebody's death and what they have now and how short they are to where they need to be. Let's say 100,000 does the job. And maybe they've got 25 already. Well, I'm going to go for the difference. I'm going to say, you know what? You only need 75 more to get the job done. And so you establish that by simply asking a bunch of questions. You know, what what are you trying what is it that you want this to do? What do you have now? Let's take a look at what you have. Case review. And let's see where there might be a gap. And how important is that for you to get? Okay, so we establish that you want to ask direct questions on how important it is for you to get that. And you want to ask urgent questions. How important is you get this right away versus waiting? You know, Mr. Prospect, you know, we could ideally, we could possibly be able to take care of this today. How important would it be for you to get this taken care of now while we're together versus waiting, putting it off and having to reschedule and then risk not qualifying at some point down the road. Do you feel like it's important to get this done today? Like we can talk with that urgency to get clarity early on in the appointment so that later we help avoid any of those people that just go, you know, I don't know. I just don't know if it's right. I'd rather know if they're not in a hurry to get this, I'd rather know at the beginning of the appointment. So during the need part, that's where I'm asking those questions. Okay, so once you've established that they need this, I kind of want to know if they actually want this. And the two go together. They're twins, really. So it's validation, the need, the want. Okay, they actually might need it but not even want it. And vice versa. They might want it but not need it. I want both. I want them to need it and want it. See, want is more of a luxury. It's emotional. Need is like that's that's the that's a deeper level i think but um if they if they if they truly need it and they truly see how much they need it then naturally they'll probably want it but i like that clarity if we can find something you know that moment of clarity that question if we can find something that fits your budget here today is that something you would want to move forward on okay great question so we want to establish the need then the want those two, again, kind of go together. After that, health. So you got validation, need, want, health. Health is the underwriting. So before I go into health, I'll say, this sounds great. We want that moment of clarity. looks like you need this. And I can see that you want it and that you're ready to, to move forward. So let's, let me do some underwriting to see where I can get you qualified. And then we'll take a look at pricing. Okay. So health is the next one. It's number four. Um, we, we let them know during this point that the the carriers um, do these non-medically. And so I, as the agent, am the eyes and ears of the carrier. So I need to ask you some health questions, okay, to make sure that you'll qualify before I run pricing so I know which carriers are likely to, to approve you. So I let them know ahead of time. I'm going to be getting a little snoopy asking about so that when I start asking about medications and how long ago were you diagnosed and all those questions they know they can go oh okay he told me so i like to prep people before i go into each of these phases like here's what's going to happen next i'm guiding them through the whole process getting their validation i love those validating questions along the way the little mini yeses is this sound okay are we on the same page does this sound like a benefit that would be important to you Can you see yourself? Is it, is this, would this give you the peace of mind that you were telling me you needed or you were looking for, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I like to get those little valid, those little mini yeses. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, this is looking good. Yeah, this makes sense. Okay. So when you get to health, you're simply asking them all the questions at the bottom of the underwriting form, which is about the. You know the cancer, the look back, the medications, you know, whatever. And you can get those questions as well from the insurance toolkit. But we're doing a deep dive. We need a lot of clarity on this part because this is where you can fumble the ball. Like, we don't get enough information. We submit an application to a carrier and it gets declined. And now you have a situation on your hands. we got to call back a client, let them know it's declined, try and tell them why. We got to you know, dig a little deeper, figure it out. And sometimes you lose your clients that way. They don't want to go through the process again. And I can't blame them. So um, health is important to get right. And don't be too shy on your questions. Um, some people, when they're going through this part, they say, you know what? I need to ask you some health questions. I'm going to get a little personal, but I'm, I'm treating you like family here. So I'm going to ask you some, some in-depth health questions. Because the more clear you can be, the more honest you can be with your answers the more accurate I can be with placing you with the correct product that's right for you. Does that make sense? Okay, again, just asking permission. Like, this is how it's going to happen. Let's, uh, let's proceed like that. Is, that. is that okay with you? Okay, so health, you get that. You take the picture, send it to manager. We all know this. Go through those and then budget. Budget is the last keyword. So I got validation, need, want, health, and budget. Okay, once you get to the budget section... This should be the easiest part of the presentation. If you've done everything else correct, the budget is just a simple outcome of everything else. Okay, this is just the next step, okay? The budget shouldn't be presenting shouldn't be the part where you're you're trying to come up with all those fancy lines for closing or certain angles for saying things a certain way. Like it should just flow naturally at that point. If you've done a really good job with validation, need, want, and health, the budget, nine times out of ten, the budget part going to be simple. So, in fact, I want them to say yes in between each of these steps. I want them, and I, I want a nod of approval, because total, all of these five items constitute a qualified prospect. Okay, let me say that again. If they say yes to every one of those five, then by the time I get to budget, they are a qualified prospect prospect okay that's what we're doing as agents we are qualifying prospects there are some people that don't trust you there are some people that don't have a need they want it but they don't really feel like they need it or they need it but they don't really want it they don't qualify for health or and usually it's the need but they it could be a 2 out of 3 yeses or 1 out of 3 or 1 out of 4 2 out of 4 whatever but they we need yeses all the way down we need them to validate And trust you we need them to need it that's probably the most important one we need them to want it we need them to be healthy enough to qualify and then they just pick something in their budget so again step by step if we have yeses all along the way nods of approval and we're guiding them through this by the time we get to budget it's just a matter of what fits that's it now i heard um, a podcast earlier this morning that and it was a great case i've never heard it presented this way before. I usually go low, medium, and high on my budget when I'm presenting options. I'm really thinking of changing that up after listening to this justification, this rationale, high, medium, low. He said, when you go high, medium, and low, the highest price first and then back down, he said, it's more like I'm offering the best policy first and then I'm backing off rather than doing the lowest one going higher, which can feel like I'm trying to upsell. Now, i I haven't given it a lot of thought yet. I'm probably gonna test this out, but I can certainly see justification for both. I know some agents go high and back down to low. A lot of agents go low up to high. I, that's the way I've always done it, but I'm gonna try going high to low and just see how that goes. But whatever you do, make sure some of the pricing is comfortable based on the income that they earn. That's the biggest thing. And typically you want something in the 60 to $80 range, something. If it's final expense, I don't usually show something less than ten thousand, because there's a psychology. I think nine is only four digits, right? Ten thousand—that's five. It feels bigger than nine or eight or seven. Well, it is bigger, but it feels substantially more. I got ten thousand dollars, right? It's—it's it's hard for people to justify a, you know, a seven thousand dollar policy. It just feels wimpy. It's a, you know, it's four—it's four digits. Come on, right? So I like to have. Um, at least 10,000, if I can, now, if they're really old, that 10,000 might be way too much. And if they're just looking for a cremation plan, five is going to work. But generally speaking, I like to show numbers that fit the budget, but yet feel big enough to that they're, they're, they're getting something done. They feel like they're getting some value for what they're paying, right? So the budget is simply, which of these feels the best to you? Which of these is the most comfortable in your budget? and then you move forward. You want it to get to the point where you're surprised if at this point they say no or I have to think about it because of how much you've spent clarifying before this, along the way at how important it is to to move forward that we're gonna get an application. Do you remember um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Trisha Smith came on. Um, She asked people early on in the presentation uh, or she told them rather, I'm we're going to be you know if we find something we're going to go ahead and put in a request for coverage at the end of our call she sets that expectation for them and if there's a problem they'll raise their hand I'd rather know early on because if they truly are not looking I don't want to spend my time on a full presentation with them I need them to qualify themselves all along the way and I want to weed them out early and if it's not the right time I'll stop the presentation and say you know what I don't I'm not feeling like this is important to you right now. Is, is, do you feel like this is like a something that you really want to get done? Or are you just kind of casually looking? Like, how important is it for you to protect your family right away? Uh, be direct with people. If they're hum hawing around, it's okay to be bold a little bit and, uh, you know, sniff them out and see if there's, uh, you know, pull down the smoke screen. And if people aren't serious, they're just wasting our time. So, um, the 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 yeses allow us to continue the presentation but i want that clarity before the next step each time i want that nod of approval i want to be on the same page and it's asking those questions all along the way to get those small yeses and get them guiding you or you're guiding them along the way to the final step which is here are your three options which one feels best if it's too low let me know we can raise it up you can know, always start small. And then there's those few things that you can say to help them stay, be comfortable with their decision. We can always start small, get something in place. We'll take a look at this again next year and add more if it makes sense. We don't have to do everything today, right? Nothing is binding and permanent. I let them know that as well. We have to go through underwriting. We still have to get a decision from the carrier on your case. I'm not the deci- the final decision maker. So these are all um value building statements that let the client know that they're free to make a decision right now without a lot of pressure right they can move forward and um and we can get the process started without feeling a lot of that pressure that I have to get it right this is a 20-year decision I'm committed long term or what if I get this wrong or whatever um make it easy for them to say yes so that's it. I, you know, that's what I wanted to go over. Validation, need, want, health, and budget. Okay. And then it's just transitioning to an application after that. So if you can get the structure down and guide them along and spend more time in the early part of your presentation. I heard it said, and I thought this was, this was a brilliant way to say it, is um, Cody Askins. I have to give him credit for this. I listened to some of his stuff. He's great. Um, he said a lot of agents starting out ask um, or they tell at the beginning, and then they ask at the end. And he said, well, really, what we need to do is flip-flop that. We need to be asking at the beginning and then telling at the end. And, I, you know, that was kind of a breakthrough for me a little bit in that if you ask a lot of questions at first, you gain their trust. They start looking at you as an expert instead of telling them. When you come out of the gate telling them, you're kind of talking at them, but you haven't earned that position yet you earn it by asking by taking a genuine interest in them and all these steps that I've just outlined there's a ton of questions you can ask now you don't need to ask all of them but you need to be good at asking questions get curious about why you're talking how important this is the urgency you know uh, to learn about their family who would be protected why is it important for you to get them protected you know why now why is it important now? Why did you fill this out? What was it about this form that caught your eye? Uh, what's the most important thing for this policy to do for you? And um, you know, why is it important to get this in place? So asking those questions at the beginning gives you the credibility to then give them advice at the end. Okay. Ask first, then tell. Don't come in telling, and then ask at the end. Oh, do you want to buy? Can I get you? You know the the all the different types of cl- uh, closes that there are. You know way the, the and you you know hear them at the oh, the car dealerships and stuff. Some of these sales companies are famous for the slick different uh, types and ways that you can close at the end. Those are the asks. Well, you do your asking at the beginning, and I like that. So this is the this is the presentation, um, and maybe you served up in a way that might help make things click in a new way for you especially if you're brand new you just validate you establish the need okay you make sure they want it and then you check their health present options in their budget and then we move forward on a policy if you want to get good at something one thing if you had to pick one thing i'm going to say step number two the need if you do a bang up job on the need you can probably pretty much fail in some of those other areas and still pull off a sale because the need once they if they really feel that need they're likely to buy guys we are here protecting families some people don't think this through adequately and it's our job as agents to ask sometimes the tough questions okay think about this we may be the last life insurance agent they ever talk to have you ever thought about that you might be you're fumbling around on your appointment, but you might be the last life insurance agent they ever talked to. It might be years before they talked to another one, or if ever again, they may never have another chance to buy life insurance. And if we think about ourselves as that, like this may be this person's last chance to get something as what would you do? How hard would you try if you knew it was someone's last chance? And it's, what if that was a family member? And you knew it was their last chance. Would you just casually take no? Or would you fight for it a little bit? I'm not saying go be high pressure. I'm saying love on people. When you come in with a from a position of love, genuinely wanting to help people, they will feel that. And it won't feel like high pressure sales tactics. It'll feel like you genuinely wanting to help them and help them today because it doesn't do anything for them to wait till tomorrow to get this in place. If you can't afford it today, if you don't see the value today, it's probably going to be the same thing tomorrow, next week, next month, okay? We have to build that value. We have to paint that picture for them. We have to make sure they understand how important this is by asking questions and letting them come along with us down that journey. As leaders, as people who own this appointment, our job is to guide our, our prospects through that process to a decision they can feel good about. We can take care of this now and not have to worry about it anymore and you can sleep extra good tonight. Guys, what a blessing it is to be an agent. I love all of you. I hope we all take our job very seriously. I want you to work this week and next week like you've never done before. And Let's finish off May like no month we've ever seen. I mean, you all have it. You all capable. I know you, I brought you on. We are working together. I know what you're capable of. Um, it's tough. I know it's tough. And you're probably thinking, Oh my gosh, you know, I've called people all week and I've only made one appointment or whatever it is. And, and okay, I get it. We've all, I've been there. Every leader has been there. We've all had those weeks. Maybe you're having one now, but Don't underestimate how important it is, this work that we do, protecting families, protecting lives and doing the right thing for the client and helping them, guiding them down that journey of making a decision, having trust, feeling that want and that need, going through the health analysis, finding a a spot in the budget and making room in their budget for this how important it is that we do that. You're all agents for life. And I'm proud as I can be to be running alongside you. Thank you for being on this team. Thank you for doing all that you do, for fighting the good fight for people that sometimes don't appreciate it. It will pay off. Let's keep at it. Let's make May a phenomenal month. I love you all. And I will talk to you next week.